0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let It Fly episode number 12. I am your host, Aaron Makeham, and you can reach me at sci-fi dig at gmail.com. And you can call the comment line, which number will be in the show notes because I don't know the number. I'm not going to lie about that. Anyhow, so in keeping with uh, my theme uh, that I've been doing of kind of two unrelated topics, uh, the first topic I wanted to talk about just a really super fun movie that I came across. Um, Thanks to my buddy Shane who went to Best Buy and picked this up. As soon as I saw the cover of the film, I was like, I need to investigate this. The name of the movie is Wolf Cop. And uh, it's just what you think. It's Wolf Cop. I mean, he's a wolf and he's a cop. And that equals genius. Now, Don 't want to give away too many spoilers for this film, but um it 's obvious what the film 's about he 's a wolf he 's a cop he 's a wolf cop anyhow <clears throat> i uh, I immediately wanted to watch this film, so uh, I attained it and then I sat down and i planned actually planned on coming home from work i 'm like this is what i 'm going to watch tonight. I was just uh, real excited to check it out. I read some of the reviews. They were all solid reviews. Um, this is not a, uh, uh, you know, a film of higher learning. This is just fun, is what it is. And, you know, when the title sequence comes up, you have, I do probably like three minutes of, um, looks like 70s um, occult stuff, you know, going on. Just kind of like building on this. But, You know, at this point, if you're watching it for the first time, you're going to think, and you hadn't read anything about it, you're going to think this is going to be some kind of crazy occult film. But then the next scene is boobs. And as soon as I... I didn't have no idea. I had no idea what the the film was rated. I didn't pay attention. But as soon as you see nudity in a film, then you know we're in the rated R range. And that means that you can do pretty much whatever you want. Um, The problem with horror films today is you have too many PG-13 ones. And... Things that could be more scary um, or um, more gore or more realistic. Because I'm sorry if, um, you know, Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees is chasing me down. um, I'm not going to be screaming. I'm going to be yelling every curse word under the sun. That, to me, is reality. Also, probably not going to go, like, into the attic room or into the basement room. I'm going to get out of the house. But that's just me. Also, when you get him down, finish killing him. Don't just knock him down and run away. But, anyhow... So um, the cop in the film, I'm not going to spoil anything. I just kind of want to give you kind of the premise because you've got to see this film. I'm just telling you right now. Best Buy is, seems to be the place that has it. Um, Amazon, for some reason says the film is not going to be released until uh, May, but Best Buy definitely does have it on uh, Blu-ray. I'm not sure about dVD but um, and it's relatively inexpensive. <clears throat> so i uh you know the the cop he's he's in bed with us um hot chick and you know he gets up and he's you know you realize at that point that he is um you know an officer of the law and he's a mess i mean he gets up and the first thing he does is start chugging from a bottle and he he gets out to his car and he's trying to put his gun belt on he he drops underneath the car and he's just a disaster he gets to the station his chief hates him because he's he's just a little life drunk and this and that and then uh obviously as uh time goes on you know he ends up becoming a wolf and uh, great, uh, great effects uh, on the wolf. I mean, they're 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 good enough that they're kind of believable, but they're cheesy enough that you get the feel of the film, which is just to have fun and. Um, and at first, he's he's a little bit out of his mind, and then he he pulls to his senses. Very much like Teen Wolf, right? Where in wolf form, he has his full faculties. Um, of course, he doesn't communicate as well in wolf form, but uh, he decides that you know he's a wolf cop, so he starts doing cop stuff in wolf, wolf form. And you have a lot of super great scenes um, going on here. Um, the you know, the scene, I mean, he just goes into like uh, this drug den. And is just destroying these people. I mean, they're shooting them. He's ripping their faces off. I mean, literally ripping their faces off. So their skull is still there. Just ripping their faces off. This was brilliant. I love this stuff. And uh, things like that. But it just, it's just just a lot of fun. And it actually has a decent plot. Because the end plot, you're like, you're not quite sure where all this is going to go. Is going to be a, a cop roaming the streets in wolf form taking on crime? Uh, no, there's a lot more to it than that. And it all plays out in the end. And it's... It's just a fun film. It's not a, um, one of these, I got to think deeply about this kind of thing. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommended Wolf Cop. Um, great scene when he's changing for the first time, um, which really shocked me. He's tending at a urinal, and we're getting a visual of that as that certain piece of his anatomy starts to change. And I'm like, okay, was not expecting that. Little surprised by that. But it's just a great, fun film. I mean, I give this sucker four out of five stars. It just this is something that I will definitely watch again. Um, probably around Halloween or something like that, some winter night or cool night when uh, when you know I'm just like collecting movies to watch and go back and rewatch it because it's just it's just a lot of fun. Um, highly recommended. Um, so the second topic, and I, I did record a little bit yesterday and um, had a couple glitches, so I'm redoing it. Um, S- second topic, you know, as time goes on, you know, you, you, I end up becoming a jack of all trades and master of nothing, you know, and, and I'm okay with that. You know, I I, uh, I, figure I'm a master at what I do for a living, and that's good enough for me, um, but I, there, there is not, you know, I, I'm the first one to say that I have entirely too many hobbies and also be the first one to say that I want to try that, um, the, I've been, my my 10 years of podcasting is coming up, which is probably one of my longest running hobbies. Met a lot of great people um, doing uh, Sci-Fi Dig over the years and, and being on other podcasts and um, just, you know, have really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, uh, podcasting is a very versatile hobby because you can, um, I don't want to get off topic here, but just want to cover this real quick. Um, because you can go from um, what I'm kind of doing now with Let It Fly, which is um, just, just talking to Mike, at some people who are may or may not be listening to me. Just bsing my thoughts. They, they mean nothing to nobody but me. Um, and maybe if people can connect with that, then we'll form a friendship, um, or at least an acquaintance, you know. Um, or you can do, in, a, in a for, for the first like three or four years of the Sci-Fi Dig, where I sat down and did uh, episodic breakdowns of Babylon 5, which required me to watch the show, then rewatch the show, and pull all the audio clips, and then... Put together an audio show with Eclipse, and um, it was very time intensive. At the time, I didn't have a lot of other things going on, and I enjoyed the heck out of it, don't get me wrong. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I would never, uh, I would never <clears throat> give that time back for anything. I mean, I really enjoyed doing that and made a lot of friends in the process. But a show would take me about um, between uh, four and ten hours a week to put together um, with all the clipping and everything like that. And then it got to the point where it was just, uh, you know, I finished Babylon 5, which was my goal, and then um, I, uh, just you know, jumped in the water with another couple other things, tried doing that, um, was not really feeling it, ended up stepping away, and uh, it was funny because I've been trying to get Derek Howard to do a show with me for years, he finally comes on and does a show, and it's the day I decided to give up podcasting. And several months later, I came back, um, but... I decided then that it wasn't going to. It was becoming too much like work, so I was going to do more off-the-cuff stuff, which is what I enjoy doing. Anyway, my point is, is that I have a ton of hobbies, always looking to uh, to add to that repertoire. And part of that is just to add, just to getting older and not being able to fit in everything um, that you want to do in life. Um, for me, those of you who don't know, and uh, I think it was 2011, um, I had an incident where I almost kicked a bucket. And, uh, it wasn't a matter of, uh, of like, oh my God, I'm having an epiphany, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not that kind of person, you know, I've, I've never had, there's never been enough time in my life. So I've never really, that wasn't really an epiphany to me. However, um, you know, one of the things that change is that as you get older, um, things kind of go to hell. I mean, your body just says, and just, you know, things start happening that you are not prepared for. You think you're prepared for them, but you are not prepared for, and, um, it, what kind of sucked is that at the time in my life when things started to go to hell um, was also a time in my life when I've probably been the most fit. Um, other than when I was in high school, um, I got—I lost 30 pounds in the hospital in 10 days, which is not a diet I recommend. But once I got out of the hospital, I continued to lose weight um, due to my condition. But at the same point in time, I was also walking um, several miles a day. Um, I'd been walking all, all the time up until then, but then I decided to take up running and uh, so it's like I'm at a point in my life where physically, um, my physical presentation was better than it's ever been. I mean, I was doing 100 push-ups a day, and I was running five to seven miles every day, and I, I felt fantastic. Um, but it's a, a giant chunk of time to do all that, but it was one of those things where I'm like, well, I've, you know, I've gained this. I don't want to give it up. So again, it's another hobby. Um, but at the same point in time that I'm more fit in my life, that's when things start to fall apart. And you just get this old age thing where you're like, what the hell is going on? First of all, your eyesight goes to hell, which is uh, a a slightly gradual thing. And then one day you're like, I cannot focus on the writing on this to save my life. So, you know, you start out with reader glasses. And uh, because, you know, basically I have 20-20 vision, but, you know, I need bifocals. So then um, you graduate from bifocals to getting regular glasses. Those of you that have been wearing glasses your entire lives, kudos to you. I don't know how you do it without not smashing your head off a wall every day. Glasses are a colossal pain in the ass. Either they're dirty or they're fogged or, you know, you, you touch them and there's smudges on them. Or if you have lenses that turn dark, they turn dark and never, never turn clear. Um, if you're bifocals, they're a pain in the ass because there's all different magnifications and you, no matter what you do, you can't, uh, quite get it the way you want it to be. Can't drive in my progressive ones is because my, it kills my 20, 20 vision. Um, so the next step was, um, when I had to go and get my eyes examined a second time and get a second set of glasses, I was like, I'm going to try contacts. Cause you know it seems like something I should try, you know? So I tried contacts. Contacts were great, except that if I wore contacts in both my eyes, my eyes are two different prescriptions, by the way, which means that I have to buy twice as many contacts, which has cost twice the money. Um, My 2020 vision was just, it just destroyed it. It was like I couldn't see more than 15 feet in front of me. So I'm like, well, this is nice in a setting like at home. But if I'm outside or something, this is not good. I couldn't run with them because I have to watch for cars. I just could not make them out. So the solution to that was wearing one contact, which right now is the absolutely perfect solution for me. Um, I can see. I can still get my 2020 vision and I can see close up. So that's all that. Solved that. <clears throat> and then as you know, the years progress a little bit at a time, there's all these weird things that start happening and you're like, what is, what is going on? First of all, is, is it some kind of old age thing that when the hair grows, it can't, it can't make it to your head. So it decides that, Hey, we're going to go out to your ears. What's going on with the ear hair? I don't know. I just know that there's a whole lot more of it than there ever was before. That's a pain in the ass it's just one of those many things i don't I don't spend that much time grooming I don't want to you know it's the, it's a pain in the ass you have hair growing at your ears and then there's your face what's going on with your face how come you i suddenly I'm starting to get jowls don't get me wrong I'm not a vain person i'm okay with jowls it just seems like it happened overnight I'm like what's going on like my face is sagging what is happening I don't know um, so this whole old age thing kind of it's not it's not so much that I'm so bothered by it just because it all have to happen at one time and that the things that happen are very inconvenient. It's not like, you know, um, you know, and, and, and then like, you know, I, my, my occupational hazard, I tend to have, um, multiple burns on my arms. I usually about once a week, I get a pretty good burn. And I noticed that now when I get burned, it takes about three times longer to heal. Also noticed that suddenly I have wrinkles on my arms where did those come from? When did this happen? There should have been a note. I don't know. So all these things, uh, you know, go on as you get older, but at the same point in time, you know, at that point in my life where, um, well, not the most fit now because I'm still fat, but, um, that's because I haven't been able to run Been able to run three times this week. So very happy about that. And, uh, managed to gain eight, gain eight pounds since December. So can't have that. I got to get, got to get back on the other side of 200 there. But, uh, it just, it's one of those things, those, those just, again, means nothing to nobody except for me, but it's just one of those observations. And it's funny because years ago, um, when my uncle started, when he hit, a, he hit his 40s, he was telling me a story, and it's always stuck in my head. And I'll never forget it because the, the same things kind of happened to me with my eyesight is he was going somewhere and he was trying to read a map, but he could not focus on the map. So he finally um, pulled into a parking garage. He must have been in the city and, you know, park the car and turn on the light to see what was going on. And no matter what he did, his eyes were not focused on the map. Now, he might not have been trying to read a map for months, who knows, but, you know, map prints pretty small. And it was at that point in time he realized that his eyes were getting, getting bad and he needed to get glasses, you know. And it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of a uh, gradual thing where it takes you a couple seconds longer for your eyes to focus, and then um, <coughs> you realize that no matter what you do, you cannot get that to happen, and then you realize that, hey, I need to go get a pair of reading glasses, and then you place them strategically around your home, so that no matter where you're at, just sit down and read, you have a pair of glasses, and sometimes you end up with all your glasses in the same place because you wear them forget to take them off, and then, at least with reading glasses, it's kind of hard to forget to take them off because, really, it's kind of hard to walk with them on because everything is so blurry, but anyway, those of you that have been wearing glasses your entire lives, kudos to you because... I realize now what a colossal pain in the butt they are, and uh, although I have a pair of glasses, I very rarely wear them. Um, usually, I just I'm down with the contact thing, which is a still pain in the ass in itself. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a nice solution because, for example, I couldn't run with glasses, but I can run with my contact, no problem at all. And I need to read; I like to be able to read the time and um, my distance and things like that. And, but you know, if you get something in your eye and your contact pops out. Let alone the whole thing of telling which, whether your contact's inside out or not. And like everybody else's contacts in the entire world, I can read. There's printing on the side. I can tell them. my contacts, there's no printing. Can't figure out which is which. So you just kind of got to put it in your eye and see if it fits right. If not, flip it around and do it the other way, which makes your eye all red and then everything else. Anyway, those are, uh, wouldn't have this problem if I was a wolf cop. Just saying. Because, you know, wolves, they heal and all that. You know, I'm just saying it. I wouldn't have this problem. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Um, I'll talk to everybody next time.